Hey, everybody. If you'd like to see a condensed version of what I'm talking about here in this podcast, just go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn at Desi Maynard. And if there's anyone that you think we should be connected with, tag them in one of my posts and we'll share it. I appreciate you all. Now let's get to the show. How do you lead an organization and the people in it? My name is Desi Mayer, and I've been doing both of these for over 15 years. Now it's time for me to give back and help leaders across the country. In this podcast, I share the lessons that I've learned from competing at the highest of levels in sports and small business. Buckle up. It's time to lead. Welcome to the lead podcast. I'm Desi Mayer, your host. I got Jeremy Klein back with me today. And today we're going to take a little different spin on this and we're going to run an after action debrief. So we do these with all of our clients and we wanted to kind of give you a peek behind the scenes today. So the clients that we talk about, uh, we will use different names, we will use different industries, but the leadership principle and the scenario will be consistent and will be the same. Hopefully you can gain a little bit from this. Uh, These are real life, real world situations that uh, we're helping with, that we're helping these leaders to solve these problems. And we wanted to give you that experience and hopefully you can take these and apply them to your leadership scenario right now. So I've got a couple. Jeremy, I know you got one or two. Uh, my, I'll kick it off. So my first one is, so the scenario is that this the client that we're working with at an, an organizational level, right? So we're working with three different levels in this company. Um, they had a big company picnic. And one of the upper level kind of managers or leaders is there, but he had all of his team of leaders there also. Okay, and they they do this every year and it's awesome and everybody kind of serves at the picnic um, just to kind of give back and all the families are there. It's great team building. It's a great, great way to do it. Um, Love the concept. Um, But what had happened is after there was some back and forth from the big gorilla, okay, from the owner about, you know, Bobby didn't help here. Susie didn't help there. Uh, you know, Donnie cut in line, those types of things. And uh, so there was some fallback, some fallout of that. And the big boss actually wanted to ding a couple of these leaders um, on their evaluations. So we had a call with kind of that upper level leader, not the, not the, the, the big gorilla, but the one below it. Um, so kind of the second level of leadership. And... You know, they came to me and laid out the scenario and they said, what do I do? How do I approach this? And I said, I kind of smiled. I laughed. I said, there is only one way to do this and to do it right. And that is absolute accountability. I was like, here we go. This is a perfect scenario. When they say, hey, we need to ding so-and-so on their eval. You say, well, then we need to ding me on my eval because that's my guy. These are, this is my team, they're my responsibility, this is on me. This is my fault, I'm gonna take accountability of this and there's no other way around it. So we walked through this, we role played it even, we went through a couple of contingencies, see how it went here and there and, uh, and then he did it. So he spent all day with, with, the, big, with, the, big guy, with the big guy, the owner uh, and this situation came up finally, the perfect little segue to go into it and he performed it flawlessly. Nice. I mean, to perfection. And he's like, he was like, Desi, I, I, I wanted to call you right then and there and tell you like how it went and everything. 
he's, he's like, all I did was say exactly like, like we talked. I mean, it was like we were replaying the role play scenario that we did in the coaching session, in the training. Uh, he's like, I just took accountability the whole thing. You know, I said, these are my, this is my team. This is on me. This is my responsibility. I take accountability of all this. So if you're going to ding them, don't ding them. Ding me. That's on me. Um, you know, and just addressed it right up front. And you'll never guess what the guy said, what the owner said. What did he say? Well, if it's your fault, then it's my fault too. And I was like, nice. hands raised in the air. Heck yes, that is absolute accountability at its finest. Like it works. And, you know, we say all the time, the timeline of absolute accountability, like it always works. Mm -hmm. But somewhere between six hours and six months. And like that's as far as we've narrowed it down. But it does work absolutely. You just don't know when. And it's like right there on the two highest levels of this organization, they're now practicing absolute accountability at its best. They know how to do it. It's happening in the everyday world. And now that's trickling down to those middle managers who are going to the frontline contributors and saying, hey, actually, this is my fault. This is I'm taking accountability of this. Here's what we're going to do. Steps one, two, three. I'm going to make sure this gets implemented. So you see a full trickle effect of this up and down the chain of command, which is absolutely impressive. Yeah, it's funny. What would have happened had that not have taken place? How big of a mess of people pointing fingers. It's not my fault. It's his fault. Well, if you're going to get involved, then it's also his fault. How do you think that would have turned out had they not said, you know what, it's on me first? Yeah, oh my gosh. And I mean, what if... You know, they would have just went along with it. Like, yeah, let's ding them on the evaluation. Let's go. Out. And it's like, ooh. Like, now you're going to have all these, like, adversarial relationships going on and a lot of finger pointing, which is you know, now you're going to have silos popping up. Instead of using that to build leadership capital, to strengthen the relationships. I mean, this one in particular individual that they were going to ding was, I mean, he had, he had come leaps and bounds when it comes to his leadership skill and just progressing with the company and getting better. And it was like, they were going to lose all of that. And it's like, and, and also I think the other piece of this was being able to address your boss and have a conversation, you know, in a Socratic way, like, you know, Hey, I, I understand that you want to ding them, but what will that get us in the long run? Like what will we achieve by doing that? And like asking a question and be confident enough mm -hmm. as a leader to just ask a question Right, you know, with some tact, with some strategic way behind it, not attacking the leader, you know, and things like that. But you know, I think those are all pieces of absolute accountability that uh, that that wouldn't have taken place without grasping that principle and practicing it. You know, I mean, I think you know we, we work with a lot of leaders, and honestly, one of our favorite things to do is role play. Mm -hmm. We teach a principle, like we got to practice it. Like you don't watch a YouTube video about shooting a free throw and then, you know, you're in the NBA championship shooting free throws. Like, no, 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 you practice them. Right. You know, so it's just practicing that skill. But this, in this particular scenario, absolute accountability for the win. That's awesome. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right because some of the principles, in fact, a good amount of them, as they're laid out, are common sense. But as most of you guys listening know, common sense isn't always so common. <laughs> So it does need to be practiced yeah. and fleshed out because when the rubber hits the road and you're at that moment, oftentimes it's awkward. 
right? Your hippocampus gets in the way, your history, your feelings, all of the experiences, yeah. and you talk yourself out of something that is so simple that in the long run builds like that uh, gentleman that you're talking about that has grown leaps and bounds, even though there's other areas for him to grow rather than use a stick on him, the owner's taken absolute accountability and ownership of this and says, copy that, I still have more room to grow. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of like, uh, I, I heard a pastor say, you know, we don't beat our kids up when they're learning to walk. They fall down and stumble and we say, you idiot, get up, what are you doing? We say, no, you are so close, come up. Yeah. How can I help to train you better to get you to mm -hmm. where you need to be? So. Excellent, excellent, yeah. absolute accountability. Um, so good. Let's hear I want number two here. What do you my, got? Mine is titled Communication Breakdown. Oh, boy. So as most of you know, one of the pillars and foundations of what we teach and apply is communication. Mm -hmm. And the misconception of communication is that it's happened at all, right? It's I sent an email. I thought I communicated that, or worse, I've just implied it. So we take a client through a process of uh, scheduling and actually documenting uh, appointments. How did they go? We put stuff when we look at sales, and sometimes not just sales, but when we put things into projects with processes, we kind of chunk them out into steps. Mm -hmm. So we want to be able to assess where we're at. So. Long and short of it, we walk them through, okay, going forward on this document, we need A, B, and C, and then when you schedule a meeting, we just simply go through it this way. Um, I don't know, Desi, what was it? A few weeks later, we, we meet back up, hey, how's it tracking? How's it going? Yeah, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's slower to take. They're really not, they're not grasping it. Okay, well, um, how, did we, how did we let them know? Well, man, I communicated it like you said. Yeah. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, I mean, I sent them an email in a bulletin to say, this is what we're doing. Okay, well, what else did you do? How else did you? Like on appointments, when you're working with them, when you're engaging with them? Oh, no, no, I just, on this, they should have got it. Yeah. And so, again, as leaders, we must be repeaters. We must make it clear and simple. Mm -hmm. But also repeat it so it's like breathing. Yeah. If we're putting something in place, when we can't see myself snapping, but our day becomes like this. I have all these things I have to do. But if I've given you an objective as your leader to help you grow and to help move the team towards this solidified goal, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And this is the expectation. Well, expectation wasn't clearly given. So... Um, on that, we hit the reset button. Okay, let's do it a different way. Let's set up a meeting with the team, all hands on deck, and walk through it. Let's open up for any questions. Mm -hmm. And then ask, is everybody crystal clear on what we're doing going forward with this project? Yeah, I think on that one, we even said, we even required each participant to ask a question. Yes. Like we went around and we say, you know, hey, Bob, Susie, Billy, um, what questions do you have? And like, so it wasn't, do you have a question? Like we said that at the beginning, kind of like a broad, but then we jumped in. We said, actually you, 
what's your que- what question? Yeah, we haven't from, we haven't right? heard from you yet. Yeah, and we say when it, when someone said, "Oh, I don't have one," I say, "Yes, you do. It's required for you to ask a question." And then we kind of walk them through the celebrating and rewarding your team for asking questions. Yeah. You know, essentially, which was a, a key principle to that. That you know, when when it, any questions. It's like I remember lots of the end of a four-hour football practice. Coach gives the speech and says, any questions? And the one dude raises their hand. And you're like, dude, you're going to get full metal jacketed in the locker room. (laughs) If you don't put your hand down, we want to go eat dinner, right? You know, so we're conditioned to be like, no, we got it. Everyone's got it. Everyone understands. I sent the email, right? But, I mean, let's pull in the leadership principle to that. If they don't do it, they don't understand, and that's the leader's fault, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's on the leader. So it's like no execution, no understanding. Right. So we have to do a better job at that, right? And then I think you can layer in almost the next one, the rule number four I wrote down of inform, update, and clarify. Mm-hmm. Like, we informed. Hold on, we missed a couple steps there. We didn't update. We didn't clarify. We didn't have them ask us questions. We didn't do any of those types of strategies in that scenario, which is why we had to kind of come back and reconvene, like you were saying. Yeah, and and fast forward to that, the night and day difference when they did it right, Mm -hmm. right? What that does when I'm not discouraging questions, like your football example, but I'm encouraging it, because oftentimes you're in the room and you have a question, but you don't want to feel stupid. You don't want other people to be like, ah, oh, Bobby's got another question. But as the leader, you need to make sure and not just imply mm-hmm. that everybody understands their expectation and assignment, that it is crystal clear. Yeah. And so they feel a sense of involvement and engagement because now I have some clarification. Um, in those moments, there may be times where as a leader, there's a blind spot that you, that you don't see that your people do and when they bring up that question you guys can workshop that going forward um, next steps were crystal clear they understood the objective the things were filled out and again we always look to the results of that not just do work for work's sake yeah but over time you can see because now I'm self-assessing and I'm seeing now with that data set they can see on this area we're strong as a team and on this area we struggle and it it was able for them to really level up yeah. and focus on those areas, all because we reround and, and actually communicated properly. Yeah. Um, there's a cool exercise that we do sometimes in that we'll have, you know, the, the, the CEO or the, whoever, the, the, whoever the head honcho is, right? Um, in those types of like, you know, C-suite meetings or whatever you want to call them, leadership team meetings, we'll have them be what we call the idiot in the room. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, you know, okay, whoever's second in charge, you run run everything. Team, you're running the whole meeting, right? And now, you know, Mr. and Mrs. CEO or owner or whatever you want to call it, your job is to be the idiot in the room. And only thing you're allowed to do is raise your hand and ask incredibly ridiculous questions about things that you don't fully understand, right? Yeah, we're going to assess the Q2 data when it comes to the – uh, the vulnerability of the quadrant right, and you're like, when you say vulnerability, what do you mean? Right. Or like, hey, I don't understand. When you say Q2, are we talking about this year? Mm-hmm. And just like, 
incredibly simple questions. Yeah. And just just the fact that the, the head honcho would be doing it, it brings a new level of culture to that team, to that dynamic that, you know, says, hey, questions are good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't care if we're a $100 million business. Like, complexity doesn't mean awesomeness. Right. Right? Simplicity does. You know, and uh, so that's just a fun activity that that climb made, made me made me think of that, but uh, but that's a good one. So I got I got one more. All right, I'm calling this lay the foundation. Okay. So this is an, at an organizational level. We went in and kind of this is one of our consulting uh, and alignment programs. So we came in and we we did the assessment. Where are you at, right? As a, you know, as a group of leaders, as a team, as an organization. So this one was organizationally, you know, and they had an email and they had some things like that, but, you know, they had a vision statement, but nothing too. So we said, okay, so that's where we're going to start. So we started with a mission statement um, that has, you know, three kind of economic goals or objectives. And then we align, get it, our alignment program, what their core values are based on those. Right? What do we need to believe and how do we need to behave in order to achieve those? Those economic yes. goals. Yeah, so it's an alignment, right? It's from the top down mm-hmm. as far as this is kind of like the leading the organization piece of it. And then with that, okay, we got core values. Now, what are the actions that we're going to need to take almost daily like to also achieve those things? So we got to think a certain way, we got to behave a certain way, and we need to do certain things, mm-hmm. right? And with this particular, we use the rule of three, which we do all we use often, right? Meaning the human mind can't remember more than three. So it's like you know three economic goals, three core values, three key actions, and it's just like threes, right? And mm-hmm. so there's a, there's a good tip for you for rule, rules of threes. But then we got to a point. Where we said, all right, this is great. Now we're going to develop our primary outcome areas for every role in the organization. We handed them the worksheet. Crickets. Mm-hmm. Two people raised their hand and they looked at the boss and they said, actually, um, what is my title? And they said, um, I don't know how to answer some of these questions. And they're just basic, you know, what are your three key responsibilities? What will it take to win? How, what does winning look like? Like simple things like that, right? No clue how to answer those questions. So we had to go back to the drawing board on each and every one of them. And as a team, pretty much redevelop these roles and clarify them for each team member there. By the end of it, it was so incredibly simplified that um, they knew we could use what we call a traffic light. So now that was like my check at the end when, I, when we went back and I said, okay, one, two, three. And I said, okay, number one, um, make sure the scheduling's on point. Okay, are you red, yellow, green, emergency light with that? Uh, I think I'm yellow. Okay, why do you say yellow? Well, because I have, you know, clients one and two scheduled, but I still need to get with three and four and I got to follow up with number five. Okay, awesome. What's your plan? Well, I'm going to do this one Tuesday at 2. I'm going to do this one Thursday at 1. Awesome. Perfect. So yellow moving into green. And I could go right down each and every one of them. And I said, hey, guess what? And that's, the, that's now how you run your weekly one-on-ones. And it was just it was like, just like magic just coming into place, right? It was going off. And, and that was the key there 
was without that, right? They had none of that. Without it, there was this team there that was not holding each other accountable, flying by the seat of their pants, and, you know, hoping to reach, I think this company was $5 million a year. And, I mean, I simply just said, how do you, what's your plan to do that? And they were like, well, I don't know. We're trying hard. Serve, right. serve more people. Okay. So, I, you know, when it comes to laying the foundation, leading, leading an organization, like there's some basics. And I, I almost honestly think it comes back to like complexity just compounds the issue. Mm-hmm. Right. They thought they were all kind of so in depth and so smart. And I'm just like, this is just a simple worksheet. Right. Right. So let's bring it back to center. And go that way. And now they've been working on it for a couple, three months now. It's going great. They're loving their meetings. Their meetings are getting shorter and shorter and shorter just because they're more effective and Good. efficient at it. More green lights. Yeah, just more green lights, you know. And if it's a red, now they're like almost celebrating when there's a yellow or a red just because somebody is transparent and vulnerable and honest enough to say, hey, how can we help? Mm-hmm. You know, when they show a red. And man, that, uh, that part's just fun. But it's just setting up the, the structure to the whole thing. But they know now specifically their role in their key result areas that they got to focus on where I, I know these clients, most of them, well, all of them really, very brilliant, smart in their own way, but they're working on everything. Yeah. I'm helping you, but is that my role? Is this what I, okay, but this is your title. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to be doing? And like, I like how you plan that and set that out of, okay, now what's a win look like if you're doing that properly? Mm-hmm. What's, a, what's a loss look like? And then how do we course correct? Yeah. Okay, what are the actions then based only on that that you should do? Does it mean that you can't help Sally out? Yeah. But this is your role. And it was like one of those weights lifted off the shoulders when it was like, yeah, that is Yeah. That is what I do. It's like when you can make crooked lines straight and actually focus on what you're supposed to and then set that foundation, like you said, on the vision mm-hmm. level of is this I mean, do we have the ball going in the right way or are we just, you know, in a big scrum not yeah. knowing what we're doing? That to me was, uh, it was one of the cooler rewarding things to see that kind of play out. Because as you've said, over the last few months, they're, they're getting it. Yeah. Well, it was like, you know, a lot of the piece there was, I mean, it's like a baseball team saying, you know, we're going to win 100 games this year. Okay. Uh, how? Yeah, we're going to play really hard. Okay, um, what? Right. right, and and that's exactly how we approach organizations. That's exactly how we approach business. Hey, what's the goal? We want to win 100 games this year. Hey, awesome, love it. What are three strategies to do that? Well, we're gonna have an awesome pitching staff, and this is gonna be our rotation, right? We're, we're gonna make sure that we focus on defense, and then we're gonna make sure that we're batting 300 over a team, okay? Those are some awesome strategies. All right, who's responsible for those things? Right. Oh, oh, the pitching coach is responsible for this one. We've got a defensive strategist for this one. You know, and then you know, when it comes to the hitting, we have a specialized hitting instructor for this one. Awesome. What are the tactics when it comes to the hitting? Well, actually, we're gonna bunt more, right? We're gonna do more hit and runs. We're gonna and see now we now we got some specific tactics that we're gonna do. Oh, awesome, cool, look at that. And now from top all the way down to Tuesday at two o'clock. Yeah. I have strategies, tactics, alignment, and everything that's all pointing in one direction, and it's win 100 games, make $5 million for the year, 
right? Have a unified team. Have, you know, 95% employee engagement, right? Which is like a whole nother thing. That's just a, a, an added bonus of all of that alignment type of thing. But uh, really cool to see. And, uh, and I thought that might be beneficial to some of our listeners today. Sure. But those, that, are some, those are some uh, few good debriefs there. That was awesome. Yeah, those, those were solid, you know, and uh, you guys can get more and more of this on our podcast as well, of all our, as well as all of our social medias. You can just, just follow me at Desi Maynard, any of the platforms. I'm always there. And, uh, hey, if you like this, like and share it. Uh, leave us a review. That helps us just to reach more, more leaders. You know, we don't run ads or anything on here. So our best is word of mouth. So send it to somebody that this may be beneficial to. We appreciate you guys. Lead and win. Become victorious in your business, in your life, and in your leadership. We appreciate you guys. We are out.